Can everybody, can you hear me? Yes? Can you hear me in back there? Great, thank you. So everyone has a different way of languaging the Dharma. And I will give you my um, Reader's Digest way that I language it. We are engaged in a path of both purification and cultivation. And just sitting in on one day of interviews, wow. I feel like I should smudge myself on you. <laughs> because you're engaged in really wonderful work and I just am so grateful for what you're doing. It's not easy, I know it's not easy. But you just open to the depths of your own purification and with these practices of the Brahma Viharas we do the cultivation. So um, I'd like to lead you in a um, karuna compassion practice that has really resonated with me lately. And I know some of you were with us at P2 of the IMS three months and heard this meditation. <laughs> and um, it's actually done, uh, it's a... Uh, method adopted from the Tibetan Mahamudra practice. They have these really wonderful practices where they cultivate by just embodying the really positive entities that exist around. So uh, the person who, uh, whose meditation I'm using or adapting is named John McCransky. Some of you might know of him. He wrote this beautiful book called Awakening through love. Isn't that a good idea? So first of all, I think it's really great when, um, you know, one way to uh, sharpen your intention to do something is to have some rationale to do it or to understand the benefit of what you're going to do. So I just want to tell you a little bit both about what uh, the Buddha taught about the benefits of compassion practice and also what Western science says about the benefits of compassion practice. Just very briefly. First of all, compassion feels really good. And I know that's like an interesting thing because you would think that connecting with people suffering would actually be quite a painful experience. But it's actually not. When we can melt the, the boundaries of our own individuality or this myth of, you know, s self, what we do is we connect with all beings in a profound state of love. And that feels really, really good. Interconnectedness. I have a, you know, part of my um, background is in indigenous cultures and 
we've always had this sense of interconnectedness. And it really resonates with that as well. So all of you can reach back to your indigenous roots and tap into that. So the first reason we want to generate compassion is that it feels good. The second reason is because that it relaxes the mind. And it's, uh, you know, there's various ways of saying the importance of being relaxed when we're trying to do this practice or when we're doing this practice. But one way to think about it is that the more relaxed you are, the more safe you feel, the deeper that you can go internally. And that's really, you know, part of the purification process. So it relaxes the mind. And then another good reason to um, practice compassion and the other Brahma Viharas is that it really enhances our ability to affect change. All of us have notions of, you know, how we would like to contribute to a more compassionate and a loving world, you know, one that doesn't exploit people or resources. And, you know, a lot of times when we're, we're uh, doing our change work, whether as a therapist or providers or even parents or taking care of elderly parents or children or as uh, working in our communities, we can get pretty burnt out by that and uh, feel like our strength and resources just aren't there. But with compassion practice, it actually taps into the inner, inexhaustible source of strength and ability for us. So that's the third reason. It enhances our ability to affect change. It actually, you know, it, it alleviates burnout and it actually, compassion actually helps us overcome procrastination. Like, wow, how does it do that? <laughs> but it actually does. That's what one of the things that Western science has found out. That one of the reasons we procrastinate is because we think that things need to be perfect and right now I just can't, you know, provide that perfect whatever. And when we see that, when we apply this wonderful compassion to ourselves, we see that whatever we can do right now is absolutely good enough for this moment. And it really gives us energy to produce and go forward. And, you know, I love that the Buddha taught that we don't have to leave any of this to chance. We don't have to leave wisdom to chance. And we don't have to leave compassion, compassion to chance that we're, there's a very specific way to cultivate it. And we'll do a little bit of that right now. So I'm going to lead you through a little bit of a different practice. I actually heard that Greg did this kind of practice, so you might have been a little familiar with it. And, you know, I invite you not to do it if it's not comfortable or if you can't go there, please feel free to uh, just do the phrases practice. I've done many years of that. It's beautiful too. 
or do your Vipassana practice as well, I invite you to, you know, tap into your own intuitive awareness right now and figure out what's best for you. That's always the best advice when you're meditating. What does your intuitive awareness say to do? Let your mindfulness tell you what to do. Let your wisdom arise. So anyway, first I'd like you to think about the most archetypal, compassionate, either individuals or beings that you can think of. So for many people it might be Shakyamuni Buddha. He's always one of my my compassion images. Or it might be or it might be Kuan Yin or Avalokiteshvara, the deity of compassion. Or it might be somebody, um, you know, from a Jewish or Christian tradition, you know, I invite you to invite them in as well. If God has a meaningful, uh, if you have a relationship, a meaningful relationship with God or Jesus, I was raised a Catholic, so I love Jesus. He's always pretty juicy with compassion for me. Um, Or the Blessed Virgin Mary, or His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Uh, Martin Luther King Jr., the Reverend Martin Luther King, has a lot of compassion expressions for me, or His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Nelson Mandela, oh my gosh. If you knew the history of the life story of Nelson Mandela, he was like a huge bundle of compassion. They had to change his guards off every couple of months because his guards all wanted to let him go after being with him for a few months. He was so loving. So, um, and then you could always pick your own guardian spirits if you have those. You know, uh, in the Buddha suttas, they talk a lot about the devas and the deva realms. And there's devas here, definitely at Spirit Rock. How could there be this place without devas? You know they're here. So I invite you to picture maybe one or two or more of your strongest compassion images behind you. They are sitting behind you. And what our task is right now is to open more and more fully to the protective energy of your benefactor's compassion. What we want to do is to have our mind be safe and just encompassed by the protective energy of our benefactor's compassion in order to go deeper into more layers of our own suffering. And when we do that, we can offer that to others as well. So imagine your benefactors behind you. Communing with you in the goodness of your very being beyond all limited perceptions of yourself, gazing at you with loving compassion, wishing you deeply well and free from suffering. 
Receive this compassionate energy and this wish into your whole being, into your whole body and mind. Completely immerse yourself in this compassionate, loving energy. All the way from the top of your head, just compassion and love. Your deities just gazing at you with total energetic love and compassion. Looking at your head, at your shoulders, down your back, down your torso and front and back, your legs, your feet. Just not one bit of you left out. Every part of you loved so deeply by this benefactor. Just sit in this, this ocean of love and compassion, just wishing the best for you. And imagine that your benefactor is saying, I care deeply for your suffering. I'm holding your suffering with kindness and with gentleness. May you be free from pain and suffering. May you be free from suffering. Every part of you, this wonderful, energetic source of love and compassion wishing you well. Resting in this benevolence, this positive aspiration. Now I'd like you to Get in touch with any pain that you might feel in your body. Maybe it's heart pain, loneliness, doubt, self-doubt. Maybe it's physical pain. Right now the bottoms of my, the tops of my feet are kind of rubbing up against this cushion. Any, f- any pain that you feel in your body, take a minute to sense what that pain is like for you. And then let's just sense what that pain is like for other beings. Other beings experience this pain as well. Through your own experience of it, You can have empathy for the yogi sitting next to you, for their pain. It's an experience of our common humanity. To be born is to feel pain. With our pain, we can open to the pain of others. Now imagine that our benefactors 
the Buddha behind us, Jesus behind us, Tunan Sin, the earth, the earth protector, is just sending us the most deepest wish for our freedom from suffering. They're feeling that pain. They're allowing us to open to our pain deeper and deeper. And they're sending us their positive regards. I care deeply for your suffering. I'm holding your suffering with kindness and with wisdom. May you be free from that suffering. May you be free from suffering. Just holding us in the biggest spacious awareness of compassion and love. Just a wash in the air. We're sitting with our whole being being held in absolute compassion. We're being embraced. It feels like we're being held, held by love. Now, as you accept all of this loving feeling, all of this medicine, this compassion medicine, imagine that you're accepting it for everyone else who's suffering. All of our brothers and sisters and trans relatives, we're accepting this healing compassion for everyone. Just a wash in it. Accepting the love for all of humanity. Connecting with the suffering in all directions. Our two-legged relatives and our finned ones and the winged ones and the four-leggeds. All of our relatives suffer. And we're channeling this love of our benefactor in all directions for all humanity. Now I'd like you to recall a moment in your life where you feel like you were at your worst, saying or doing something that maybe you were even ashamed to recall. Just bring one, inst- one thing to mind that you don't feel so great about. How does this feel in us? How does this feel in our mind and in our body? What does the world look like from sitting in that place? Now think about all the other people that experience this sense of shame and remorse. Sense through your own feeling what it it might be like for others. 
remembering our remembering our benefactors behind us, just sending us all their love and care. They're seeing every bit of us, all of the things that we're ashamed of, and they are just loving us up. They are just loving us, accepting all of it, nothing put aside. And just feeling this compassion taking in these wishes. I care deeply for your suffering. I'm holding your suffering with kindness and gentleness. May you be free from pain and suffering. And as you take in this beautiful wish, this medicine, this compassion, Imagine that you're taking it in for everyone else who has ever done a deed that they regret, who has ever hurt someone or been reactive in a situation or just wasn't their best at a moment. Think of all the people who have transgressed their own sense of their own integrity and invite them to sit with you in this love and in this forgiveness and in this sense of being deserving of love. For all my relatives, the deities behind you, I care deeply for all of your suffering. I'm holding your suffering with kindness. May you be free from suffering. Now, coming back to your own heart, recall a feeling of self-doubt, hopelessness or despair a feeling of, I just am not good enough for this. I'll never get this. I don't deserve to even be here. Feelings of profound doubt. Just remember what that feels like in your mind and in your body. What does that feeling of just worthlessness feel like? Just remember a moment of worthlessness. What is the world like when we're sitting in that? A sense of despair. And now bring to mind all of the other humans and creatures who feel like that, that sense of being unworthy and not smart enough and not skinny enough and not tall enough or straight enough or white enough or male enough. All the sense of not being what is most valued in this moment, all the other people who feel that. 
It's a common humanity. Humans feel like this. And now connecting with our benefactors, connecting with the deep and thick sense of love and compassion in the air being sent to us and enveloping us. I care deeply for your suffering. You deserve love. You are enough just as you are. May that ignorance be let go. May you realize your connectedness with with us. You are loved. You deserve love. You are held in love. May you be free from suffering. And as you are awash in this medicine, in this deep resonant compassion, imagine that you are channeling it to all the other beings, feeling a sense of worthlessness and unconnection. Imagine that you are you are showing them their connectedness, their common humanity, their common sentient beingness, their common pain of being alive. And the sense of being held in love. Just rest in the thickness of the love, being held by that quality of awareness, the quality of compassion. It's always there, just masked by clouds that float through our awareness. Just relax into it, to the safety. Now one more. Let's recall within ourselves maybe a feeling of intense longing or just having to have something an intense desire that just was so painful to sit with, maybe wanting a person in our lives, maybe wanting somebody back, or you know, feeling like we couldn't go on without having this or that, a certain job, a certain degree, a certain person, a certain house, something that we just so desperately wanted. And now think about something we so desperately didn't want, something we wanted to run from, a relationship, a memory, 
a financial situation, just something we just could not bear, some physical pain, some mental pain we just could not bear, something we thought we would just die from. So greed and aversion, our deepest expressions of that in our being, greed and aversion. And then just connecting with our benefactors, them seeing this deep sense of aversion and wanting and just holding us in compassion, knowing that that too, that too is open to to be seen and to be awash with, with compassion, with opening, opening even to that, to our deepest desires and our deepest aversions. Holding that with compassion. Jesus and the Buddha and Nelson Mandela and Martin Luther King, just loving us, saying, yes, you can hold this. This strength is here, compassion is here, you can hold this. Now think of all the other beings that have that pain, that just cannot bear another moment of their current experience that wants so deeply for something else to be happening than what's happening. Recognizing the common humanity of that, we channel this sense of love and holding and strength to all beings who have that, who have that intense aversion, that intense greed in their mind, who think that accumulation will make them happy who think that killing and eradicating will make them happy, steeped in ignorance as we often are, just holding that in compassion, seeing the common humanity of that. That's not just us. That's what happens when you're born as a human. all the ignorance and fear and greed and delusion. It's not personal. Just sitting in the thick presence of this loving compassion. I care deeply for your suffering, the Buddha says to us. Tune on scene, the earth guardian spirit. We're holding your pain with love, with strength. We can be here with you. We are here with you. May you be free from suffering. May you release the ignorance. May you see the truth. Just opening to 
all of the suffering. All of our benefactors behind us, a crowd of people, the Buddha, God, all the benevolent spirits, just infusing every cell in our body with compassion, with the ability to hold it all, with strength, with love. And now across from us sit a difficult person in our lives. Someone who we often brings out the worst in us maybe. Or someone we feel victimized by. And seeing the suffering in them too as humans. Seeing the ignorance of their, the pain that they have caused the world. Send your benefactor's love from you to them. Holding your pain, holding your ignorance with love. Seeing your limitations and realizing that it's from causes and conditions. This is just how it is for you. Causes and conditions. Holding it with love, with compassion. I care deeply for your suffering. We say to them, we say to them, I care deeply for your suffering. May we hold your suffering with kindness and gentleness. May you too be free from suffering. May you be free from pain and from ignorance. All of us just awash in the thick, the thickness of awareness of the compassion and awareness. Just being held by that love, feeling the interconnectedness, the intimacy, feeling the intimacy of that, of opening to it all and finding love amidst, amidst it all. the medicine of compassion. Of awareness, of clear comprehension, of wisdom. Now just melt into that spacious awareness. Just let go of everything, of all of it of any imaginings, any clingings. Just rest in the spacious awareness, infused with compassion, with strength, the ability to open to suffering, to hold all of it, 
with love. Resting in spacious awareness, spacious compassion. And if you feel like that's a stretch for you, love that part of yourself. Love that grumpy person. Love that cantankerous, cynical, doubting, aversive, restless, greedy, doubting, habit pattern that too can be loved and compassion can be held. You too, you're invited. We're not voting you off the island. Restorative compassion. Of course we're like that. Look at this world we live in. Questions, comments, gentle criticisms. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.